Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Oh! Well, morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us, everybody! We're here on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is the 17th day of January 2023. My name is Nick. There's Big J over there. What? Yeah, we're wearing the same sweater again. We've been doing that. Well, we. uh, What's your rotation, Big J? I'm on like a seven sweatshirt rotation, so usually it takes. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, this is the the one, the last one that needed to be. That was clean, anyways. I got a bunch that need to be washed. Uh huh. That so didn't I, answer I my question. I mean, I don't have a like. Oh, hey, it's Tuesday. I'm wearing this one. No, but you have a number, I imagine. Like you know how many sweatshirts you, you don't do you? Now that I'm I mean, thinking of it. it just depends. I mean, I got a bunch, man. Eight, nine. Well, I mean, it definitely doesn't depend. That much I know. Uh, I you could say I don't know what the number is, and that I believe you. But it depends yeah, I mean, if I know the number. Or not. I see. I was gonna say your number of sweatshirts does not change depending on the day. Unless you buy new Unless ones. Unless they get lost and I can't find them. I see. It's happened before. How does that happen? In the ether somewhere? Or it's in the car somewhere. Weird. Anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm not sure any of that was pertinent information. That's my fault. I got off on a tangent there. But we do our, have ourselves a Tuesday show planned for you, including, hey, big rock concert tonight, Big J. Yeah, man. We got Anthrax. We got uh, Black Label Society. We got Exodus at the Rev Center presented by the XN. We got your chance to win some last-minute tickets if you want to go to the show tonight. We have you covered, so I would advise you listening. Big J has volunteered to watch another movie for you tonight. It is called Streaming Dumbass. You will actually pick out the movie he'll be watching. So we're going to need your help here in about 27 minutes or so in picking out a movie for Big J by using your text machine or your phone, as I like to call it. And you'll have an opportunity to pick out a movie for Big J to watch. Did you watch anything over the extended weekend, Big J? Um, yeah, yeah. It captured your hearts and minds? I watched Nope. Oh, what'd you think? Yeah, it was all right, man. Yeah, yeah. I liked it, too. I liked it, too. Uh, I did have... That was uh, a little weird. It, well, yes, I think that was the point, however. But I did have a little bit uh, of an issue. There was, a, there was a plot point in that movie that I think saved it for being an amazing movie. Because it was really weird and out of nowhere, but... We'll talk about that off the air in case you haven't seen No. Yeah, you've been bugging me. Uh, I just wanted to talk to you about, so, well, I'll talk to you. I wanted to talk to you about I, this. I think I know what it is. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Because we talk about these things happening on the show all the time. And to see it play out was, like, really, really weird. So we'll uh, we'll have a chance for you to enjoy some of that and the program as well as some music as we get kicking things off here with some Pearl Jam. Jeremy going to start the show here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, I am sorry to report that if you decide to play the Mega Millions today, it's only going to be a $20 million jackpot, Big J. Because on Friday, we haven't been on the air since then together. We let you know that on Friday the 13th, somebody finally did win the Mega Millions jackpot. And they came from Maine, Big J. Maine. First time ever any uh, jackpot winners come from Maine. Which was pretty crazy, but uh, they got the, the big numbers, which were 30, 43, 45, 46, 61, and then 14. The winner, whose name is not yet known, overcame some pretty steep odds. One in 130, excuse me, 102.6 million uh, people were the odds for it, which led to three months of drawings without a claim in the jackpot. Uh, of course, if they want the full 1.35 billion, the winner would have to take an annuity with annual payments over 29 years. But now, most jackpot winners, what they've discovered, start taking the quicker cash option, Big J. Uh, what do you think the actual number is if they decided to take the cash out option? So it's like six hundred million or something like that. A little bit more than that. It's a little bit. Of, it's about half. It's seven hundred twenty-four point six million dollars. 
So I guess that becomes a question, Big J. What would you do if the numbers were that high? Would you take the 726 and cash out? Oh, yeah. You would? Oh, yeah. Not take the annuity over 29 no. years? I think I might do the annuity still. Just to, like, you know, ensure that... I, I don't know. I guess I would have to see some, like, lawyers to make sure that, you know, if you don't make it to 29 years, you're able to pass on that to somebody. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, inheritance things right. and s- such right. and such, but... You know, with that much money, I mean, you can live. Uh, I mean, the interest is ridiculous. Of course, so. of course. Uh, yeah, you know, you're not hurting if you get seven hundred and twenty-four point six million dollars. That's for sure. So tonight is another grand prize drawing, but this one only twenty million dollars. Do you even bother, Big J? Sure, why even, not? Does it even make it worth a trip into the gas station to get your numbers? Well, you know, I usually get the Powerball and the Mega Millions together. So, two for one. But Powerball's tomorrow night. Is that right? Am I getting my days correct? I- I thought that it would be tonight, but don't they do Wednesday, Wednesday and Saturday? Wednesday, yeah, you're right. So yeah, I mean, and that's at 300 million, something right. like that. So those are big J numbers. That much I know. Yeah, there you go. Jim Harbaugh has announced he is going to return as the coach for Michigan for the 2023 season after once again flirting with some teams for a potential return to the NFL, but has decided he does not want to do that. So he'll be back in Michigan now. Sean Payton is going to end up coaching someplace next year, but where that is. I don't know, and I don't think he does either. All we know is he's the bell of the ball. He's uh, interviewed with everybody that has a coach opening as of right now, and he'll probably have his pick of the litter. And I don't know where he'll end up. I kind of thought, in my heart of hearts, I really did believe that the Cowboys were going to lose last night, and they would fire Mike McCarthy, and Sean Payton would be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys because they've been kind of dancing that dance for a while, he and Jerry Jones. Wrong answer. Yeah, uh, the Cowboys, of course, did not lose last night. Uh, In fact, uh, the fact that their kicker, Brett Mayher, ended up missing four extra points is probably the most exciting thing a part of that game if you were a casual observer and not somebody (laughs) that was rooting openly for one of the teams. But uh, 31-14, to the final score. In fact, pretty much all the home teams held serve, save the Minnesota Vikings and the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night. So uh, it ended up being uh, some pretty good games, a lot closer than I thought in some, and others that were blowouts that I didn't think were going to be blowouts, but... Uh, overall, pretty good wild card weekend, Big J? Yeah, I think so. I think the games are pretty dang good. Yeah, outside of, again, last night and uh, and really the uh, the, the 49ers-Seattle uh, game, those were the only two that real was awesome. blowouts. That so was fantastic. You had, again, you had a vested interest about? in one of the teams. But as far as a game standpoint, it wasn't exactly competitive. That was great. I'll put it that way. I loved uh, it. And so uh, now we move on to the divisional weekend. And you have the Red Hot Cowboys, Big J. How do you feel going into that matchup? The teams uh, can be similar in a lot of respects. You know, really good defense, great running game. You know, we got Brock Purdy, who is coming out of nowhere, playing really solid. I mean, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good game. I think. Yeah, uh, I think you it'll be a good game. Certainly help. But do you uh, do you believe your team will be will emerge victorious? Oh, absolutely. We'll see. They're hosting the game too. That always helps as well. But uh, we've got ourselves another weekend full of games. No Monday Night Football next weekend. Thank goodness. I don't like the Monday Night game on uh, Wild Card Weekend. Uh, and now the Cowboys have the short week. But regardless, it's happening. Get ready to live. As well as Avatar 3 is happening, Big J. Get ready to watch it. That's because Avatar 2 cannot stop making money. Uh, once again, has crossed the $2 billion threshold internationally. Uh, number one movie in America for the fifth straight weekend. It continues to make cash. And so now, James Cameron's flapping his gums about Avatar 3. And, of course, uh, he wants you to know that water was all about the second one. But guess what the third Avatar is going to be about? The sky. Fire, Big J. Oh. Fire elements. You understand? Okay. We're getting all the elements. Yes. I get it. Okay. He said water played a big part in the Avatar 2. Fire has a symbolic pur- purpose in that film as well. And it's going to be around that concept in Avatar 3. Uh, James Cameron also promised that you'll be able to meet completely new creatures and cultures in the next film and get ready because it is happening and now he's excited because he knows people are going to pony up and pay for some Avatar so he can continue making these movies and expand this universe so I guess once again Big J we have to admit we were wrong I I, I mean I knew we were going to do okay I really did not think it was going to do this well when Avatar 2 came out I will fully admit that I was wrong in that area I still don't know anybody who's really gone to see it. It doesn't matter. It, people like, are doing it. I mean, well, I, I think again, it leans on the the premium, you know, um, showings. That certainly made a difference in how much money it's made. What do you mean? The IMAX, the XDs, all of those premium format people wanting to see it in that. 
That's extra money. They want to experience the yeah. movie as opposed to do it. But also, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, again, I, I haven't talked to anybody that's really seen it. But then again, when I'm talking to people, it's not like, hey, have you seen Avatar? You know what I mean? I mean, that's not really exactly one of my questions that I've asked anybody outside of you, which I know you haven't seen it. But, I mean, so I, I guess in my in my defense or their defense or Avatar's defense, it's not like I'm asking people about it. But uh, I don't expect people to just uh, volunteer every movie they've seen in the theater either. So uh, there could be a solid, you know, kind of, I guess, mixture of people that have seen the movie and just don't talk about it openly. Because all it's done is made money. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. <laughs> It's Streaming Dumbass on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Y'all, we're going to need your help selecting a movie for Big J to watch and review for you tonight. It's a little thing we call Streaming Dumbass. What we do is we take three movies. Now, these three movies are definitely on somewhere in the streaming platform. And we strip away the stars, the director of, the studio that brought you stuff, and we're left with... Just a simple and usually one or two line plot description from a movie. And uh, you, based on those plot descriptions, you have to select a movie for Big J to watch and review. You do so by texting in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. The movie that gets the most votes on the text line at 208-287-1003. Big J has agreed to, without judgment watch and review for you in a 24-hour period those are the parameters of streaming dumbass do you still accept the rules big j i accept those rules so what you need to do is pay attention and if there's a particular movie description that sticks out to you then text in that particular movie's number to 208-287-1003 big j will tabulate the votes and we will let you know what the movies are and what movie Big J will be watching coming up. But are you ready for the descriptions? Let's do it, man. Movie number one. A family decides to go on a tropical holiday when they discover that the area where they were headed, where they were relaxing for a few hours, is somehow doing strange things to them and the other visitors. Damn. Movie number two. The world stands on the brink of annihilation when scientists discover something is on a collision course with Earth. With only weeks before impact, a NASA executive teams up with a man from her past and a conspiracy theorist for an impossible mission into space to save humanity. Deep impact. Movie number three. <laughs> a young couple decides to travel to a remote island to indulge in something few people have ever experienced, but what they discover is the host has some shocking surprises in store for them. Movie number one, worst oh, vacation man. ever. Movie number two, not Armageddon either. Or movie number three, not what I thought. Those are your three options. Text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to 208-287-1003. And the movie that gets the most votes is the one that Big J will watch for you tonight and review for you tomorrow morning. As I always ask, Big J, did the descriptions of any of those movies sound familiar no. to you? Well, I mean, except for the one that sounded like Deep Impact. I see. Uh, but it's not Deep Impact, nor is it Armageddon. I will say this. The common thread that holds all three of these movies together, uh, well, there's two of them. Number one, they're all on the same platform. Number two, they all had a theatrical release picture. Wow. So these are big, large movies that actually you could have saw in the theater, but clearly Big J did not. And it's up to you which one of these he now sees. So get texting. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to 208-287-1003. We'll let you know what these movies are and what movie Big J will be watching next on The X-Rocks. That is Papa Roach. That is Last Resort here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is time for the exciting conclusion of a little thing we like to call streaming dumbass. Have the votes been tabulated, Big J? Yes, they have. Uh, unlike last week, is there a clear and decisive winner? Yes, there is. Wonderful. Let's go in order from worst to first. What movie got the least amount of votes? Uh, that would be movie number one. Movie number one got the least amount of votes. That movie is on HBO Max. It is called Old, Big J. It stars Gail Garcia Bernal and also Thomas and McKenzie. If you remember, this is an M. Night Shyamalan joint from a couple of years ago about a family that decides to go on to an island. And this beach, Big J, makes everybody age their entire lives in a single day. Damn. But you will not be watching it. 
but it is available for you to uh, partake on on HBO Max if you would like to at some point or that description sound entertaining to you. What movie came in second place? Uh, movie number two. Movie number two is a uh, former guest of the morning after vehicle called Moonfall. Do you remember this movie, Big J? No, Moonfall? Moonfall, yes. It's the story about the moon colliding into Earth. Jesus. And a uh, group of scientists and regular people that have to stop it. It stars Patrick Wilson, former guest of the morning uh, after. Halle Berry, also the uh, the main NASA scientist Damn. in this particular movie. It got a theatrical release. It bombed. Uh, did not do well. And uh, it is available for you to watch on HBO Max, which it does not sound like Big J will be doing. It doesn't even sound like he's heard of the movie before, which is That's never true. good for a movie that's had a theatrical release. That must mean you're watching movie number three. Is that correct, Big J? Correct. Uh, that movie is called The Menu, and it stars Ray Fiennes and Anna Taylor-Joy. Set up just the way Nick wanted it. Uh, no, I actually wanted you to watch Moonfall, to oh. be perfectly honest. But uh, I've seen The Menu, and uh, and so uh, that is the movie Big J will be watching. It is available for you to watch on HBO Max if you haven't already or would like to. And it is the story of a young couple that goes to a remote island to go to a very exclusive restaurant and finds out that things aren't what they appear. So, uh, Big J will be watching The Menu tonight. You can also watch The Menu as long as you have access to HBO Max. And then right around this time tomorrow, Big J will be giving you a full review of the movie and let you know if it's worth your time, at least according to him. Uh, this is not a movie that you've seen? No. Not a movie you were even interested in? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Seeing the trailer. Okay. Looks, uh, I like Finds is good. Yeah? you don't. How do you feel about Anna Taylor-Joy? Give us your I don't know much her. about her. Uh, you haven't seen a lot of stuff that she's in? No, I can't say. You ever see The Northman or no. uh, you didn't see The Witch? I don't think you saw any of the uh, M. Night Shyamalan movies that she was in, right? Right. Uh, you did not see. Um, I don't know anything about her. Say, you didn't see The New Mutants, right? No. You didn't see One Night in Soho, right? No. Oh, my God. I think I'm almost out of the things off the top of my head I can name that Anna Taylor-Joy is in. But this will be Big J's first experience with Anna Taylor-Joy, so we'll see if he likes the movie. The menu is what it's called if you want to play the home game, and that's a streaming dumbass movie Big J will be watching. Playing after with Nick and Big J. Be grumpy, Big J. It happens to all of us, man. Grumpy. Sometimes we just have bad days. Hell, Big J, it's half your brand for being honest. Settle but down. When we're in a bad mood... It's nice to know that sometimes positive things can come up with it. And according to the University of Arizona, it makes you better at reading when you're grumpy, Big J. God, how? I want to know how. When we're in a bad mood, apparently we can de- identify written inconsen- inconsistencies faster than when we're in a happy mood, according to the research, which means that being in a bad mood when you're grumpy for some reason, it triggers some kind of things in your brain that make you point out others' mistakes or even your mistakes more frequently than if you were in a happy-go-lucky kind of mood. So it's almost like you're looking for things to make your day worse if you're reading your own stuff, if that makes sense. According to the lead professor of the study, they basically showed people a bunch of things that they had written down. Some of them had mistakes in them. Some of them didn't. And when they were grumpy, they were able to point out their mistakes much, much faster than when they were in a good mood. So sometimes anger begets anger, Big J. You understand? I guess that makes sense. And when you're in a bad mood, you become more critical as well. You want that bad mood to continue. You're grumpy, so you want to find fault in things, whether it's your stuff or somebody else's stuff. So it makes you apparently a little bit more of a detective in figuring out other people's mistakes, if that makes sense. So next time you're in a bad mood, Big J, use that time to proofread your emails or your papers or your copy or whatever you want to do. Apparently, it'll be easier for you to pick out mistakes that way. Oh, trust me, that's not a problem. You pick out mistakes all the time? Not me, everybody else. Mistakes in your work? if I could pick out my own mistakes, you think I'd be posting that stuff? No! Why do you think I'm grumpy all the time? Because I'm dumb. That's not true. Stop it. Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh is coming back to the Michigan Wolverines. He had talked to a couple of teams about their head coaching openings in the NFL, but has decided to return for another year to Michigan. So he says, unfinished business, Big J, let's go. The NFL playoffs were this weekend, mostly the home team holding serve outside of the New York Giants upsetting Minnesota and also the Dallas Cowboys beating the Buccaneers last night. 
Other than that, it kind of went by chalk. And so we have the divisional weekend set up for next weekend for Saturday and Sunday as the NFL playoffs continue. Arizona Cardinals have named Monty Asenfort, the former director of player personnel for the Tennessee Titans, as their general manager on Monday, uh, including, uh, of course, he met with a panel of Cardinals executives, including Michael Bidwell, after initial phone conversation with him a couple of days earlier. Nailed the gig, apparently. So the Cardinals now have somebody that's looking for their next head coach, along with Michael Bidwell, as the front office moves start to happen on a more regular basis here as teams look to tie up their coaches. Got a couple teams searching, and that'll happen soon. We love Dave Grohl, Big J, agree or disagree? Yes. And now he has his very own comic book devoted to him. It is called Orbit Dave Grohl. It's the latest in a series from Tidal Wave Productions that focuses on the personalities in the rock world that impact the world. Uh, David Bowie has one of these, John Lennon, Ozzy Osbourne, Alice Cooper, some of the other people that have been initiated into the world of comic books. I don't know. It seems like you would have to know this is happening and give your okay just by the sheer likeness of them that's very realistic and involved in these. So I'm sure it's a positive thing, and they're like, yeah, sure, if you want to make a comic book about me, go ahead. But it is now available for you to purchase. So if you are a Dave Grohl completist, look for the Tidal Wave production called Orbit Dave Grohl, and you can add a comic Dave Grohl to your collection. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. We're going to hell. What in hell, you worthless maggot? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Here's a We're Going to Hell story about how a really freak accident can ruin not just one person's day, but several people's day. Okay. We had the Plymouth, England for today's story, and I think the one thing that you have to know about the story before we get into it is how... How different kind of the landscape is over there in the UK than it is here in the United States, specifically when it comes to the way houses are set up. You know, in like subdivisions, we have a bunch of houses with with mailboxes out front, right, so that the drivers can come by. But the postal service over in the UK is a little bit different. They have the, like the the old school like flaps on the door that you would push the mail in to the actual door that falls kind of like on the ground, so that people see it when they first walk into their house. That's how a majority of Mail is delivered in the UK. Does that make sense, Big J? Yeah. Because it's the story of Gareth Thompson, who is 40 years old and has been a parcel deliverer for Amazon there in the UK for several years. And he had himself a rough day at work last month when he was delivering a package and he stuck his hand through one of those metal flaps that you do so in the doors in England and apparently this one was a little bit looser than he thought and also a little bit more weighted than he thought because it came down on his index finger as he was delivering the, the mail and literally took the damn top of his finger off you understand oh my god so he's at work he's delivering a letter through a mail slot this thing comes down and essentially chops off the upper third of his finger Bad day at work. You're bleeding everywhere. You have to immediately go to the hospital, right? I mean, you have to figure out what's going on. Yeah, plus you don't have the top of your finger. Right. That's what he does. He leaves work immediately. He goes to the hospital. He has to undergo surgery. It resulted in a partial amputation of his finger in order to save what was going on. I mean, it was a serious injury and a rough day at work. So that's a bad day for Gareth Thompson, right? And quite frankly, because it was a traumatic experience, you can understand for him, like, the least of his worries is what's what he left in his wake. You understand? Yeah. The woman who lived at the place <laughs> which this package was getting delivered did not know how to react because it, it's not every day that you see a finger lying on the floor of your house, right? And so she thought it was some sort of message being sent to her by somebody, you know? Listen, you better give us the stuff. Yeah. She's like, whose finger is that? Why is somebody sending me a finger? Why are they pushing it through the mail slot? Give us the money, Lebowski. What is going on? I don't understand. And so she got the police involved. Police are trying to find out whose finger it was. They thought maybe it might be a hostage situation. They didn't know what the hell was going on. And, of course, Garrett, the least of his things going on is that he's in the hospital right now undergoing surgery. So he can't explain what's happening. So it was a big brouhaha that was finally cleared up after about two days when Gareth, of course, reported to his employer that, hey, this is what's happening. I can't work for the time being because my damn finger got sliced off while I was delivering a package. The woman whose package it was 
finally understood what was going on. Didn't make it any less gross, I imagine, coming home and finding a finger, right? Yeah, no, that's 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 gross. But also, hey, lady, maybe not, you know, double D forty, WD forty up the whole uh, mail slot so that it takes off somebody's finger would be the other side to this coin because that seems like it's a pretty dangerous mail slot. Agree or disagree, BJ? Yeah, it's taking off fingertips. It may be not regulation, I guess, is my point. But this dude's finger, I mean, his bone was sticking out. It just, it was bad news. It was bad news. See, I would have knocked down that door to get my damn finger. You think you'd be of that kind of sound mind and body if nobody was there to I get the finger? I would be in a bloody rage. If it does make any kind of consolation, uh, the doctors say even if he would have had the fingertip, it wouldn't have mattered because it just basically sliced off the skin. So the bone was still there. They had to get rid of the bone. There was nothing they could have done. Damn. It was coming off whether he had jumped in and grabbed it or not. It was just one of those freak things where it's happening. So now he's got a little bit less of a finger, probably a little bit less pride, but at least the woman knows she doesn't have some sort of weird hostage situation. Really, a really good friend of mine lost uh, part of a finger when he was uh, in college. And he had a ring on his finger, on his pinky finger. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <clears throat> and he was uh, running into his uh, girlfriend's dorm and he tripped. And it got caught on the door jam. Flew right off. The finger? Yeah. Yeah. The most of the finger and all the skin and it was kinda of hanging on there and it's weird to shake his hand now. Were you there? No. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you saw the whole thing. No, happen. he told it to me in uh, in detail. Did he try to save his finger in that particular there was situation? No save. There you go. See, you <laughs> know. No Sometimes save. you know. You're like, listen, yeah. there's nothing they're gonna do for this thing. It's gonna be a nub. That's just the way they fix it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. We're talking beverages next on the X Rocks. That's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That is Danny California here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you don't have a whole lot of hot takes when it comes to soft drinks. Uh, I would think the one thing, as a matter of fact, you're not much of a soft drink drinker, period. But I do know that you have uh, a a severe and great hatred for Mr. Pibb. That much I know. Yeah. Uh, Outside of that, I don't know much about your preferences and likes and dislikes when it comes to soda. I'm not sure if you have that much passion for it outside of that particular subject. But I'll ask you anyway. Give me your definitive rankings of lemon-lime sodas. There's lots on the market. What do you think comes in at number I mean, one? Is, is Sprite lemon lime? I would say absolutely. It's yeah, I would one. say Sprite's the top. Sprite's number yeah. one. Second place? That's it. That's it? Uh, I don't know. Mellow Yellow? Uh, I would call that more of a citrus drink than I okay. would uh, lemon lime soda. I mean, isn't lemon and a lime citrus? Uh, yes, but it's more okay. like a, like, I wouldn't call Mountain Dew a lemon lime soda either, but that's citrus flavored. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. Um... Boy, uh, Can you name any others? I guess I'm going to stop. I'll change the seven question. 7-Up. 7-Up definitely qualifies for sure. That comes in second place for you? Yeah. 7-Up used to be number one, but I think Sprite's kind of taken over. That. Well, I mean, this is your opinion, so it's yeah. up to you. Yeah, yeah. Any others that you would like to make the list? No, I don't I don't know of any others. And that is the problem. Uh, because there is another one uh, that was put together by Pepsi. Because 7-Up's kind of like an independent soda. It doesn't have any really yeah. affiliations. Uh, but uh, the, the Sprite World is a Coca-Cola company. And they've been leading the pack for a long time. Growing up, 7-Up was number one for me as well. Uh, Sprite has since overtaken them. Mostly because of its connection to fast food restaurants. So Sprite's just more readily available yeah. for it. But... For the longest time, third place was a soda that I bet you've heard of. When I say the name, you're going to go, oh, yeah. Uh, And that was a Pepsi product. Uh, No, Squirt is a grapefruit soda. Uh, This is called Sierra. Check it out. It's a grapefruit soda. This is called Sierra Mist. Does it now sound familiar? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sierra Mist. There you go. Uh, For a long time, Sierra Mist has been a uh, kind of also ran in the lemon-lime soda world. And so... Pepsi has decided to pull that off the market, Big J. Sierra Mist will no longer be a product that you can buy. But they have launched a brand new lemon-lime soda specifically aimed for Gen Z, the younger generation. Not for you and me. This isn't your dad's lemon-lime soda, Big J. Okay, oh boy. It's called Starry. And it will replace Sierra Mist. And uh, PepsiCo's chief marketing officer says... Uh, Basically, when one product dominates the category, consumers deserve another option. Starry is that option, the alternative to Sprite, they say. It's bright, optimistic, and rooted in culture and fun. What does that mean to you, Big? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what that means. 
Also, rooted in culture. Right. How can a soda be rooted in culture? I don't know. Unless how it's can... called Coca-Cola. Also, unless it's a new... Right. How can a new soda be rooted in culture? That is my second question. Because it does seem like that's just a bunch of like hot topic words that they want to cram into a press release. But I will give you the, uh, the tagline, Big J. Starry hits different. And according to... Uh, the good people that have tried Starry, it tastes just like Sierra Mist, which probably shouldn't shock you at all. So although, just rebranding it. Yes. Although, gun to my head, I'm not sure I could tell you the difference between Sprite, Sierra Mist, and 7-Up if it was a blind taste test to me. Uh, in my world, lemon-lime soda uh, tends to taste the same. But I also feel that way about Mountain Dew and Mellow Yellow. There's not too much of a difference, although Mellow Yellow is a little bit sweeter to me, which is weird. But uh, I will say there's not a lot of, you know, differences in that particular world to me. But I may not be the best kind of critic for this particular thing. My point is, if you're looking for another option in that crowded lemon-lime soda marketplace, now you have one. And it's called Starry. But again, it's not for people like you and me, Big J. It's yeah. for that younger generation. Cultured younger generation. Yeah, where you know, it's rooted in culture and fun because it hits different. And you and me, we don't even know what phrases like that means. What does hits different? I know what it means. I'm just being facetious. My point is, I love when companies launch something to mark for mar- market for a particular thing. And by the way, if we ever do anything around here that's that like generic and goofy and like c- clearly, you know, just using hot topic words, uh, let us know because uh, we want to avoid that at all costs. Yeah, yeah. I, I oh God, please no. It's a little bit too trendy for my likes. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, some important stuff. You're going to want to hold tight for that. Also, we got your pop culture smackdown on the way. Get ready, everybody. The new MacBook could be coming out today. Are you excited, Big J? Holy Jesus. (laughs) Multiple reports uh, point to the tech giant making a pretty big announcement today with uh, Bloomberg basically saying that today they think is the day that we get a new MacBook. Uh, the M2 chip will finally be coming to Apple's 14 and 16 inch MacBook Pro laptops, which apparently is supposed to speed things up significantly and give you a reason to spend and give Apple thousands more of your dollars as if you were looking to do exactly that. Is there a MacBook in your house, Big J? Yeah, there is. You get, does it get used? Uh, yeah, yeah, and a lot of questions on, hey, how do I connect this device to stuff? And I'm like... You're asking the wrong person. Move along. Google it. You don't help them. They can't Google it if they're not connected. Well, first to of the- all, I don't know anything about them anymore. Oh, that's right. Because you, yeah. so you don't use the Mac. But I thought you said no. you use Mac. The Apple. What Apple product do you use? An iPad. An iPad. Okay. Have an older okay. iPad. Gotcha. But uh, not the actual MacBook itself. Yeah. Huh? Well, uh, if your family loves them, then you just know you're gonna have a new one in your house, probably. I doubt it. Very expensive. Cowboys beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night, 31 to 14, wrapping up Super Wild Card Weekend. Big J, for you, was the Wild Card Weekend in fact super? Yeah, it was pretty damn good. There's some good games, man. There were some good games. Games that were supposed to be close or weren't supposed to be close were very, very close and competitive. Like I didn't give the Dolphins even half a chance in that game, but they ended up coming back, and the Buffalo Bills needed everything to knock them off and move on. Also, uh, we didn't even talk about the Chargers' epic collapse. Uh, yet again in the playoffs is Jacksonville coming back and that's one victorious. game I didn't get to watch and I was a little uh, after I saw the what happened I was kind of frustrated I should have watched that and of course uh, you also saw probably the larger upset of the weekend was the Giants knocking off the Vikings was uh, that an upset I don't think so well I mean Minnesota was favored to win favored uh, to win a lot of stuff yeah I know but they they were favored and uh, one of the I mean the Buccaneers were favored by just a few points last night but still enough to become victorious for the Giants on the road the Cowboys and the Giants the only road teams to win so now the divisional playoffs are set for next weekend we got to figure out where Sean Payton is going to land as a head coach because he is interviewed with every single team that has an opening Big J where does your gut say he ends up I, I oh man I mean I have no idea he talked to no Houston, idea. he talked to Denver, he talked to Carolina, he talked to the Arizona Cardinals as well. There's nothing in the cupboard in Houston, man. 
Who wants that job? Well, I mean, I believe that if you're talking about which team gives you the op- the opportunity to do the most, I feel like it's that. I feel like that. While Jacksonville's coming on, I still think that division is he's, wide open. He's in the position of leverage here. He can get whatever he wants. I also think the Panthers' job is pretty good because that's another division that I think is absolutely wide open. And if you yeah. make just a couple of moves, you're a playoff team every year if you know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, I kind of think that, you know, Kellen Moore has also been on the short list for the Carolina Panthers. I think if he ends up in that gig, that would be a pretty good job for him if he decides to go someplace. I think that Panthers gig is actually pretty good. They've got some moves that they can make. Several celebrities, Big J, went to the Golden Globes, Big J, and they came home with more than a award. A bunch of people got COVID thanks to the Golden Globes. Uh, at least Jamie Lee Curtis, Michelle Pfeiffer, Colin Farrell, and Brendan Gleeson all uh, contracted COVID after going to the Golden Globe Awards. We know that because all of them pulled out in the last minute of going to the Critics' Choice Awards over the weekend because they all had COVID. So uh, basically, you had to take a test. Now we're back to taking tests before you show up to do things, at least in awards season, which is... Responsible. Yes, responsible. (laughs) Probably good for everybody involved, making sure everybody's healthy. But uh, as we all know, people like to bitch and complain about that. But, uh, you know, trust me, it's better than getting COVID. That's no fun. And if you go out and have a good time and come home with that, that's not a good time. I'll tell you that right now. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff coming up, your pop culture smackdown. Please hold on for that. But first, we owe you a look at a little thing we like to call the TDS Fiber Traffic Center. So let's do that. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Tonight is going to be Bananas at the Rev Center, Anthrax, Black Label Society, and Exodus, people. And uh, we've got your tickets right here to get you into the show for free. You just got to beat Nick, or I'm sorry, beat me in Pop Whoa. Culture Smackdown and be Color X. Pretty easy, right? We'll see. Uh, today may be a long runner because uh, I know Big J knows a little something about today's subject in Pop Culture Smackdown. Oh, so, yeah. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Today is Jim Carrey's 61st birthday, Big J. Oh, Jim Carrey. Everything about Jim Carrey today for today's Pop Culture Smackdown. For these tickets for tonight's show, get your medal on. Hello, the X. What's going on? Good morning, man. What's your name? John. You're up first, my man. Uh, Jim Carrey's very first starring role was as this pet detective. That is correct. Good job. Big J, Jim Carrey was introduced to American audiences on this Fox sketch comedy show. In living color. That is correct. Right. Back to you, sir. Jim Carrey played this Batman villain on the big screen. The Joker. The Joker is incorrect. Oh, I gotta go with your first answer. Jeez. This is Jeopardy rules, man. I'm not playing around. Hello, the X. Judge Nick. (laughs) That's right. Hello, the X. Hey, my uh, caller X. Now your caller X plus one. We need to know Jim Carrey played this Batman villain on the big screen. Who's the Riddler? That is correct, Ooh. and you can put it in the form of a question. Oh, right. I love that. Oof. Big J. Uh, <clears throat> Jim Carrey has never in his career been nominated for an Oscar, but he was. He has won the Golden Globe for Best Actor twice for what two movies? I gotta give you both the movies? Yes, because one is very easy. The other one's a little bit more of a challenge. I don't even know the one movie they're saying so easy. Uh, The Mask? Yeah, his acting in The Mask was top notch. No. No. Liar, liar? Uh, No. Think a little bit more dramatic for Jim Carrey. Oh, uh, Sunshine? The. I can't even think of the title. Would have been right anyway. Eternal Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. No. Any other ones? Uh, Truman Capote? Uh, that's the Truman Show. The Truman Show right. is one of oh. them. The other one, also uh, a biopic, if that helps. Uh, no, I don't. Huh. Uh, the other one he won Best Actor for was Man on the Moon. Oh, right. Yeah. There he played Andy Kaufman, but never got an Oscar nomination despite two Golden Globe wins. That means you are the victor, sir. Congratulations. Enjoy Anthrax, Black Label Society, and Exodus tonight at the Rev Center. Way to go. I've got two more Jim Carrey okay. questions. I might as well ask you. Big Jerry, Big J, last two. Uh, Jerry. Well, I've got, I was thinking Jim Carrey. Last two movies uh, Jim Carrey appeared in, he was the big bad in this video game big screen adaptation. Uh, 
Sonic the Hedgehog. And Jim Carrey starred in this Showtime series and executive producer from 2018 to 2020 as a children's television show host. Oh, boy. Um, shameless? Uh, no. I have no idea. Wrong. No. Uh, he was in a show called Kidding. Right. Kidding. Also nominated for a Golden Globe for that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. Some headlines are coming up next on the X-Rocks. It's Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Arby's. If you want to know what Big Jay's doing later on today, he'll be double fisting beef and cheddars at the grand opening of the brand <laughs> yeah. new Arby's. Uh, and it's happening with a live broadcast for the X from 11 to 1 today. It's happening at 1549 East Profile Lane in CUNA for the grand opening of the new Arby's. Come on by, grab some free Arby's swag. They got the uh, Steakhouse Burgers, which are fantastic. Their boneless buffalo wings are both back. And, of course, they have the meats at Arby's as well. So check out the big grand opening of the brand new Arby's in CUNA today. 11 to 1, a live broadcast with the X-Rocks with Big J and Arby's. Have fun, my friend. Thanks, man. Finders Keepers, Family Matters, or Footloose? Family Matters. New DNA study revealed yesterday that several parts of ancient Greece apparently encouraged its citizens to marry their first cousins, Big J. Isn't that fun? Yeah. The Evolutionary Anthropology Institute analyzed 102 different human genomes from Greece's Bronze Age, which is Age of Greece, and learned that basically uh, a bunch of cousins were married and together and having relations, Big J. The team said that the discovery gave them, quote, exciting insights into the social structure of the ancient Greek civilization. Using genetic material from people who were buried nearly uh, nearby one another, the team was able to reconstruct a rough outline of a family tree. And unfortunately for those families, Big J, not a lot of branches. You understand? Right. And so things were different way back in Greece, but you're not going to see that in a lot of the history books, right? Well, cousins and family members were getting it on on a regular basis. We are now. Uh, can we thank Game of Thrones for that, you think? <laughs> no, I think Game of Thrones happened way after all that. But, I mean, uh, who would have known it was history-based, I guess, is my right. point. Finders Keepers Everybody. or Footloose? Footloose! Sweden's center-right coalition government wants to cut the red tape when it comes to dancing by abolishing a decade-old requirement for restaurants, nightclubs, and other venues to obtain dance permits before they let patrons skimmy away. <laughs> The proposal means that venues no longer would need a license to organize dances. Instead, as a general rule, they would only have to register with the police, of course, which can be done verbally and does not cost anything. Right now, applying for a dance permit costs about $67 for a dance in the the country of Sweden. As of right now, owners can lose their liquor and business license if police officers come by and find out that a venue did not have authorization to let patrons dance according to the AP. Maybe that's why Swedish metal is so good, Big J. Not a lot of dancing involved in metal, right? Headbanging. Yeah, you headbang, but is that considered a dance? Or is that more of a celebration? I don't think that's like a dance move, really. Seems like a legal question there. I might. Th- I think it's a loophole, and that's why there's so much great metal coming out of Sweden and has been for a very long time. Yeah, you might be right. But I did not know that uh, the whole country of Sweden was like footloose and they didn't allow you to dance unless you had a permit to do so. I'd love to know why that particular rule even exists. And the fact that it's fairly new. It's only been in law for a decade, which means in 2013, somebody was like, hey, we got to knock off all this dancing, which seems like a Eurovision thing or what? Crazy. It very well might be. I don't know, but it seems insane. I'm glad they have turned that around. Still weird that you have to get the police's permission for a dance. Yeah. Can we dance over here? Is it cool if we dance? Wrap it up with Finders Keepers. Daniel Sheets, Big J. He is a storage locker hunter. You remember the old TV show Storage Wars that nobody watches anymore? Well, this guy checked in and ended up finding in one of these storage units that he bought a toy collection worth about $70,000. Damn. Now, he spent $12,000 in the locker, so it was li- you know, wasn't this chump change that you see on the TV, but inside he could tell there were a bunch of comic book boxes, and he's like, I wonder if there's a score in there, and he turned out to be right. Uh, there were tons of boxes filled with rare toys and collectibles, including a bunch of first-generation G.I. Joes in the box, a bunch of old Hot Wheel cars, oh, and about 3,000 comic books. 
and he said the locker would just go on and on. It's the holy grail of toys. He said that uh, the biggest one that he found, the rarest one anyway, was a Frankenstein figurine that apparently dates back to the 30s. And a Kiss-inspired bust were also considered one of the more expensive goodies that were found inside this locker room. So, I guess storage wars are still a thing. Did that ever interest you? Did you ever want to oh, yeah. buy trash for money and no. then see no, if no, you no. could flip oh. it around? No, just watching the show. No, oh. I never wanted to do it. You never wanted I think, you know, remember when we used to go to the auction <laughs> on a regular basis? Yeah. And we would do that kind of stuff? I think that turned me off to the world of that <laughs> stuff. Because every time we would go, we were like... Why are we here? It seems to be the same stuff on a fairly regular basis. But uh, for those of you that do it and can cash in, congratulations to you. And I hope all of your storage room lockers that you purchase are profitable for you. That's Rage Against the Machine. That song is called No Shelter here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And once again, Big J, science is bringing things we're not sure we're ready for, are we? Listen, life imitates art. I don't care what you say. And uh, Michael Crichton was really close on a lot of the stuff he wrote in Jurassic Park. Because scientists in Australia are working to bring extinct animals back from the dead. Just like Jurassic Park. So they're working at uh, a de-extinction company called Colossal biosciences that's not a great name for <laughs> it already sounds like yes yeah, like a big like, major villain yeah yes. yeah with a glow a goal of bringing back tasmanian tigers a special breed of australian frog and woolly mammoths to name a few uh any particular reason why have they stated uh, well i mean the tasmanian tigers were uh their extinction was based solely on human presence uh-huh. because they hunted them until they were gone sure i think it's uh they don't say why they're trying to do this other than trying to preserve for something uh there this article is very long and there was a reason uh in very um medically medical jargon in this article but uh they they, they were talking about how woolly mammoths could help the environment in one way or another now uh since woolly mammoth's dna has was discovered in antarctica uh they've gotten some of that so they can use that and splice it just like they did in the movies with other stuff now here's the thing Uh they can't bring back dinosaurs because currently uh the dna is too fractured and deteriorated in most you know of the actual like dinosaur like we know t-rex and all those sort of things well they got to find the right mosquito uh no that that so far isn't real however that doesn't mean that that won't change with advancements in technology but uh they're certainly uh making their way into uh, bringing back some of these extinct animals let's do it big j what is the one animal that's extinct that you want back on this earth if colossal could pan pick something for you what would you like it to be i mean i don't know i mean you, um, you say they're gone for a reason. The basically. dodo bird. The dodo bird. I was thinking, let's do it. Let's bring back the dodo. It's fun. And I'm not sure what uh, purpose they serve other than having a good time, but let's do it. Let's have a flightless bird come back yeah. and just do things. Or something real dangerous like a pterodactyl. But they yeah. say they couldn't do dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> so you went from dodo to pterodactyl. Yeah, I was like, something could cause us real harm. You're now rooting for the animals to uprise against Yeah, us. please. We deserve it. Uh, what a weird plot twist on the Big <laughs> J story. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions. They're happening next on the X Rocks. So far, I'm not impressed. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. It's more than just Subaru. They're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. And we will get you tickets to tonight's awesome metal show at the Rev Center. Oh, man. Talking anthrax. Black Label Society, and Exodus. So we'll get you hooked up here. We just need to figure out bad impressions. Last chance to take us for tonight's show if you want to go check out uh, that three-headed monster tonight at the Rev Center. Now would be the time to get on the phone and play a game called Bad Impressions. 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, you're going to the show tonight, Big J. Any guesses how long it might take? Probably all three clues. Oh, all right. The challenge is on. Hello, the X. Yes, sir. Good morning, man. What's your name? Marshall. All right, Marshall. Here we go. I've been in movies like Field of Dreams, Sandlot, and as King Jafar in Coming to America. Oh, boy. Give me another one. I'm known for my voiceover work in movies like The Lion King as Mufasa. Oh, give me the last one. Artificial intelligence will replace me as the voice of Darth Vader. Luke, I am your father. 
Yeah. Uh, what was that last one? Artificial intelligence will replace me as the voice of Darth Vader. Luke, I am your father. Man. I, I want to say Eddie Murphy or Kevin Costner. No, neither one of those. So, unfortunately, oh. 0 for 2. Sorry, Marshall. Hello, the X. Hi. Hey, man, hey. did you hear the clues or do you need him again? Uh, I'd like to hear him again. I've been in movies like Field of Dreams, Sandlot, and as King Jafar in Coming to America. I'm known for my voiceover work in movies like The Lion King as Mufasa, and artificial intelligence will replace me as the voice of Darth Vader. Luke, I'm your father. Uh, shoot, man. Luke, I'm your father. I don't know, man. All right, brother. Thank you. You're right, Big J. Took all three several times. Hello, the X. Hi. Hey, the answer is... James Earl Jones. <laughs> James go. Earl Jones. Good job, man. You're going to the Anthrax and Black Label Society show tonight. Hold on. We'll hook you up with those tickets. Why is James Earl Jones in the news? Well, people are very concerned because he was trending on Twitter, but it's just because it's his birthday. Oh, you know. How old do you think James Earl Jones is? Well, he officially, re- I mean, is he, he's got to be at least in his 80s. I'm going to say 83. Oh, you're way off. He is 92 years All old. All right. Well, listen, happy birthday, James Earl Jones. No wonder he doesn't want to do the voice stuff anymore. Let the guy rest. My God. <laughs> Let him take it easy. He's put in his time. Uh, although he has officially signed off on all that stuff, so it's not like it's doing yeah. it without his permission. They do know he... And it's also, I think, a way for him to kind of live in perpetu- you know, forever. Perpetuality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get a chance to actually you know, be the voice of Darth Vader, even though it's not him voicing the words. All of this stuff was put into this computer to make it sound just like him. So all for that. Happy that it's happening, and happy birthday, James Earl Jones. Yes, indeed. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. That is Beartooth. That is Riptide. Wrapping up the old Morning After with Nick and Big J on this Tuesday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. We had a chance for you to pick out a movie for Big J. He'll be watching the menu tonight on HBO Max. If you'd like to join him, you certainly can stream it that way. Or you can also tune in tomorrow just for his review before you waste your time. If Big J says it's a bad movie, you never know how it's going to shake out. So tune in tomorrow for that. We also had a chance to give away some last chance tickets to Anthrax and Black Label Society. Enjoy that show. If you're going out tonight at the Rev Center, it's going to be a fantastic one. And we also reminded you, watch out for mail slots because they can take off your finger in a hurry if you're not careful. So learning valuable life lessons over the course of the show as well. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's iPreCheck. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, at 11 o'clock, I'm going to be knee-deep in beef and cheddars, oh, baby. Oh, man, look out. <laughs> yeah, we got a live broadcast. Uh, first one in 2023 at the grand opening at Arby's. In CUNA, it's uh, 1549 East Profile Lane. So they're going to have uh, lots of stuff going on out there. And, uh, boy, I can't wait. It'll be a great idea for you to swing on by for lunch. Big J will be out there from 11 to 1 broadcasting live. You can get some free swag from Arby's. I believe they're giving away free food as well, so you can have yourself a good time and uh, enjoy Big J and watch him. Watch him. What's the? No, uh, do not put me on some sort of sick, weird zoo animal eating beef and cheddars, okay? You don't like to eat beef and cheddars in front of people? No, I like to do it in private because I get, you know, the cheddar cheese in my beard and... I would imagine it's quite the sloppy uh, kind of thing to watch. But I want you to enjoy yourself. Enjoy the Arby's. Uh, have yourself a good time out there. And you guys can enjoy Big J here in a little over an hour out there in CUNA. Jason Drew's coming up next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one at CX Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.